Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, of course, powered by Overtime Media. I am Jay Kokorowski, senior writer at BadgerBlitz.com, your rivals.com destination for all things Wisconsin athletics from the recruiting trail inside Camp Randall Stadium, of course, on the court of the Kohl Center. Happy Saturday. Hope all is going well on this chilly weekend here in Madison. I'm, I'm checking the temperatures. It's supposed to obviously be warmer and whatnot coming up, uh, and I'm looking forward to that. Wisconsin finished up its fourth week of spring ball already. We're heading into our final week that will be coming on yeah this week, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday will be practices for Wisconsin. And you know we Badger Blitz, we've been there for the last three weeks, so we've seen practices four through six, seven through nine, and now ten through twelve. And as always, what we've been doing, I've asked the twitter.com world about questions uh, regarding the spring football you know practices and whatnot with this third full week that we've seen the fourth full week that wisconsin has completed and so we're going to go through that we'll do this again uh, and i'll have my final thoughts coming up next weekend as well about wisconsin and what i've seen on offense and defense so kind of a that's kind of the preview i have for you y'all that are listening right now but let's get to some of these q a's and thank you all on Twitter.com for answering these. Uh, again, follow me on on Twitter at jcoco, K-O-C-O. Uh, the first question uh, someone asked, uh, do you think Isaac Randall will be 100% ready in the fall? Uh, would like to see that speed on some jet sweeps. So uh, good news on this. Isaac Randall spoke to reporters a couple weeks ago already um, towards the beginning of spring, spring ball and this was his his words. The plan is to be 100% working out with the team by the summer. So hopefully, like around May and stuff like that. But if I could squeeze in some individual periods, get in with the burning backs a little bit by the end of the spring, that'd be ideal, but I'm not going to rush anything. Now, for those that don't know, Isaac Grendo has dealt with a Lisfranc injury uh, that cost him the rest of his 2021 season. Now, it was previously reported by the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel and the Wisconsin State Journal that that came during pregame warmups against Illinois on October 9th. And so we, he finished the season 148 yards on 17 carries, had that 82-yard touchdown against Eastern Michigan, which is kind of the, the flash of potential that we all saw out of him. He also had that I think a 49-yard kickoff return against Minnesota back in 2019, which again flashed his abilities. So that's to answer that, he is hoping to be ready 100% working out with the team by the summer. Thank you for that question there. Next one. Uh, this is kind of a heavier one uh, and one that there's a lot of context to, but, uh, you know, we have been, I received a couple of questions that were in similar vein to each other. Uh, one person asked, how concerned should staff be with the starting quarterback spot? Uh, and someone also said on Twitter, haven't really heard anything good about Mertz this spring. Should we be worried? So, uh, I got done with practice maybe now it's been about three hours ago. Time flies. Uh, after that practice, you know, on Saturday's practice, you know, we called out on our badgerblitz.com recap, which you can find on wisconsin.rivals.com that Deacon Hill aired out a beautiful, was it 50, 55 yard pass to Marcus Allen for a touchdown against the reserves. Uh, Chase Wolf uh, against a defense that was made up of backups and reserves um, aired it out for Dean Ingram, who came down with a beautiful catch too. Now, and I also called out a caveat where, 
you know, I was talking to another writer, another reporter, and he had mentioned that, you know, we kind of looked at each other like, well, would the defender have knocked the ball out of out of Wolf's hand? But regardless, he didn't. Uh, and it went for another 50 yard ish touchdown. So, uh, you know, and then someone mentioned, you know, didn't really hear anything about, you know, Mertz there or even the spring. Graham has made some good throws in the spring, but right now he looks like a quarterback that is working through an offense that has seen some change and an evolution. And obviously there are some updates to the scheme uh, that are being meshed together, that are being concocted by new head coach, Paul, not not new head coach, old Hulk, old head coach, Paul Christ and new offensive coordinator, Bobby Ingram. So, uh, you know, I will say the last two practices, he necessarily hasn't looked as sharp as earlier in the spring with some, he's had some overthrows. Um, you know, there's a interception that he threw to Alexander Smith where he was scrambling to his right. He aired it out to try to make a play. Jalen Franklin, the tight end, which appeared to be the target was covered. And Alexander Smith came down with the interception there. Um, you know, and there are a couple other throws that didn't look as sharp uh, as we've seen before. So, you know, I'd say that, you know, that's why I'm kind of, you know, obviously the quarterback position is going to be huge for not just Wisconsin, but every college program. So I try to make, you know, obviously improvement is needed, but I still think there's still, you know, there's still time with the installation of this new offense and them digesting what the changes are and then implementing them. And there's some, con- you know, there are some contexts with this too. And so that's why I wanted to kind of call out with this too, right? Um, context with this, you know, first off, it's a new offense. So, you know, we are seeing some good glimpses, you know, during the practice today, uh, there was a nice strike by Mertz. You know, he hit Braylon Allen, Allen made a one-handed catch and, uh, in the flat and he took it for what looked like a touchdown. Uh, he also hit Mertz also hit DK, uh, on a nice throw. If I'm not mistaken, making, making sure you have a nice trip on a, on a crossing route, um, that, that gained some significant yardage too. Uh, and you know, he's done that during this time as well. And we've seen, and we've seen during practices prior of Mertz airing it out and, and making a deep throw for a completion too. I'm not, you know, it's the sky isn't falling in my book uh, on that. So like I said, it's a new offense. They're still working through, um, you know, obviously comfortability and, and trying to work through how plays are. Um, I think there's also some context within this too with, is it first team defense or second team defense with some of these bigger plays where maybe we're calling them out, but in the practice recaps, I'm making sure that I try to state who it was against. Right. You know, Chase Wolf had a good day. According to my notes, he threw two touchdown passes. He, you know, he had that bomb to Ingram. He also hit Marcus Allen for a red zone touchdown as well, but you know, it was also against you know what looked like second team units in that span, right? Uh, and so you know, even Deacon Hill with that long touchdown pass too. You know, we all know Hill has a has a cannon, but there are also times that you know I've called it out on this podcast. I think it was last week for that matter, where he he has an arm, a hundred mile per hour arm, but you know, whether working on you know, he talked about talking work you know about ball accuracy. Or, you know, and I think, you know, working on speeds of which he can throw the ball uh, is something that is an area of growth that will be available for him too uh, and, and whatnot. So, um, again, th- those are some of the contexts there too. Uh, one more thing, 
quarterbacks, you know, let's go back to the 2019 season, right? Um, right before I joined BadgerBlitz.com for the first time. It, the quarterbacks at that time were Danny Vandenboom, Jack Cohn, Chase Wolf, and a true freshman by the name of Graham Mertz, right? And the quarterbacks looked all right through the first, you know, weeks of, of, of 2019 spring ball. Uh, nothing that I think in particular popped out, but then that last week, Jack Cohn dialed it up. It looked like 10 notches, right? And then that carried over into fall camp, and he was named the starter. So, so again, you know, context-wise, there's a lot to it. I do believe there is improvement that is needed, but there is still time for that to happen, especially, I said, this is the spring ball. You know, spring practices are the time where players have that chance to, to make mistakes or – grow or tr- test limits and, and go from there and see what they can do. And then, you know, obviously home that in further during fall camp. So uh, good question there. Good questions there. Uh, one thing I will leave you with this, um, you know, on Friday, Chimray DK, third year wide receiver, rising junior for Wisconsin. I was asked if Mertz looks any different. For sure, like his uh, decision making, I think is, has improved a lot. Um, he's he's way more comfortable, you know the type of leader he is. Um, you know, obviously his approach has always been good to me. Um, the way that he comes in and works uh, that people maybe don't see, um, but I'm really excited for him to take that next step this year. So there you have it, right there, folks, from Jimmy DK, and obviously it's something going to be monitored monitored going forward because it's the quarterback is arguably the most um, important position in football uh, on offense and. I guess you could say offensive line or running back for Wisconsin uh, for program specific would would ring, would be up there too. But again, uh, tune into Badger Blitz. More going on uh, for the rest of spring ball. We'll have plenty more coverage about the quarterbacks and all the other positions, and wrap that up uh, starting next weekend because the last practice is coming up on Friday, the twenty second. So big thanks to that question there. Hopefully I answered it and to everyone's liking there um two more we'll get out of here quickly right who are your top three wide receivers right now so i'm gonna kind of look at what i've seen so far from the wideouts um if it was today i would probably say chimray dk skylar bell and another second year badger would be kiantes lewis and so I look at that because I looked at the first up reps today and it was, you know, DK and Bell. And then when they went to 11 personnel, for those that don't know 11 personnel, that's just one running back, one tight end and three wide receivers. And so the first three wide receivers up there would be DK, Bell and Lewis. I like the skill sets of all three. DK is obviously the leader of the room. Uh, That kind of is a segue into the last question of this podcast coming up. But right now, I you know DK, I think he is the leader of the room. He of that room, he is he has the ability to separate. He can make the catches when they're you know thrown to him. He can you know block. He's everything that you want uh, out of um, Wisconsin's for a Wisconsin wide receiver. Alvis witted yesterday with reporters called him his Swiss Army knife. And so it really will be interesting to see how they utilize him within the offense now, especially with the updates there. Skylar Bell, we wrote about him on BadgerBlitz.com. He's, again, another class of 2021 wide receiver like Lewis, like Marcus Bell. 
he has stood out with the ability to make catches. He made another, yeah, I think it was less than a handful today, but whenever the ball is thrown at him, he can reel it in. He has He's had some big practices over the past couple of weeks, and his play is being rewarded. And so, again, he I've had people ask me what a comparison to for Bell would be, and honestly, right now, I don't have a good one. So, uh, you know, it, it's... I'm trying to figure out in terms of recent Wisconsin wideouts, but you know, Bell's six foot, 190 pounds. He is well put together in terms of muscle mass and you know just his agility. I mean, it's very apparent that he's physically ready, and you're starting to see things being put together. Again, go to BadgerBlitz.com because we have a bunch of articles up. Uh, about you know the wide receiver room, Elvis Witted. We have video of all of them, but we also have this feature on Allen, uh, or not Allen, uh, Skylar Bell. And here's one thing that Witted mentioned about Bell, saying you know he believes Skylar is building off his experiences from December, which included the bull prep practices and the uh, also the game itself where obviously he only had 14 snaps, but he reeled in a key 15 yard reception on a third down that moved the change that drive ultimately ended with Wisconsin uh, hitting a field goal. Uh, But he also believes that success has yielded confidence for him and that Skylar is a smart kid and he's been waiting for him to make the jump and he knew it would at some point. And so again, uh, I mean, I asked him, asked Elvis, Witted on Friday, just if there was uh, you know, maybe a particular example on the field, um, and he talked about implementing you know technique principles in terms of you know harping on pad level, demeanor, running out of the break points, accelerating out of the break points, um, and just how he's becoming more fluid. And so we've seen that during these practices, and that, you know not just in the passing game, but also running the ball uh, where we've seen a couple of big runs from, from Skyler. And so that's a pleasant sight to see for Wisconsin fans. I'm guessing uh, Lewis is just a big target, right? Like six, two, six, three has uh, the size, which is intriguing for a Wisconsin wide out. He made a nice diving catch during a team period from a Mertz throw. I think it was a couple days ago on Thursday, either that or Tuesday, you know, witted just on Friday discussed, how Keontes is a, is a sharp kid is how we, how he described Lewis. Talk about, you know, he's able to move him around in different spots, has great top-end speed, has some short area quickness, uh, and Witted said that Lewis is actually very deceptive as a, as a route runner and with a ball in his hands. So that, those, you know, again, those three I would say right now is who I'm seeing as the first up in like the 11 personnel. Now, again, I talked to Witted and I asked Witted essentially about if there were a certain number of receivers that he would that he would evaluate as maybe a first team compared to second team if there are still more evaluations. He said, you know, there are four more practices. Um, this is verbatim from the transcription. And you can, again, you can find this interview up on badgerblitz.com's YouTube page. So at the end of the day, we all want to have those guys that we know are consistent, but it's still a daily process again, showing what they can do consistently on a daily basis. So I can't say I have a starting depth chart right now, but in my mind, I have guys I know I feel confident about right now, but that's it. And guys can separate themselves continually throughout these next four and by four, he means practices practices. 
I will say, I, I think Wisconsin's depth is intriguing at wide receiver. I think that starts with Marcus Allen, who on Saturday, if you read the BadgerBlitz.com post, had a very good day, had reeled in the Deacon Hill touchdown pass, then also had that red zone touchdown from Chase Wolf. I think I mentioned that already in this podcast. Uh, you know, And he has that ability to, to go up and can grab contested passes. And so... And, you know, he has the frame. He, when we saw him and talked to him in person on Friday, he's a big body for a wide receiver. And with that ability and ability to contest, you know, and grab the contested throws, I think he is going to have a, you know, have a, some role in this offense, right? I think he he's up there and whatnot. He had a great set of bowl practices. Uh, you know, obviously people gloat about him. We talked about, you know, we had that article up on badgerblitz.com just a, you know, about a month ago, right? Talking about who former Badgers thought could be breakout candidates this year. And his name brought it was brought up often. I think he could still be that. Uh, there's Dean Ingram, who as you know, converts over to, from cornerback to wide receiver and you know, it looks like he's settling down at wide receiver. And I think he can make some plays as well. And obviously he had that long touchdown from Chase Wolf today. And then there's someone like Stefan Bracey, where uh, he has not been full go during the, the full spring practices. We've seen him, I think it's the past two days, work back into 11-on-11 team work. But there he has some agility and abilities that – can stand out and it's again a compliment this unit and you know and we had talked about him yesterday great quickness great speed very sudden can run all the intermediate routes he brings a tempo that's different he's definitely a guy that can run and he also brings that to the table our plus one runs auxiliary runs he's a guy that can do all that stuff that's verbatim from alvis witted so i really like the three deep Right in terms of scholarship wide receivers right now for Wisconsin, I would also say you know coming up there you know Wisconsin has three 2022 wideouts coming in and Tommy McIntosh who's another big body, Vinny Anthony the second, but then you also have Chris Brooks Jr. too, a former Yale commit. I think you know the unit I think has a lot of talent and once the offense starts really rolling with the new implementations or whatever the evolution of this offense will be. Uh, I think the wide receivers will have a, a big role in it in its success. And again, though, I'll say DK bell and Lewis at the moment, though, obviously things can change, especially this is just spring ball. We'll see what happens during summer conditioning and into fall camp before the season begins. Um, so hopefully I answered that all the way. So that was a long qu- uh, answer on my end. Last thing folks, you know, last question, who have the vocal leaders been so far this spring for Wisconsin? And I think it all starts with like, let's go defense, right? Nick Herbig, uh, even though he has been limited by a left arm injury for most of it, we've seen him work in more and more. He did some indie work this week, which is independent position work. He also did some nine on nine action. I think he got his first team rep on Saturday too. But I think he's growing as a leader. I think in terms of vocal leaders, he's up there. I heard him at practice today. You also look at I'm talking when you talk about others on the defense. John Torchio, I don't know if I've heard him in terms of vocal leaders, but it's a name name that, you know, Jim Leonard, even Colin Wilder, when we spoke with him on Badger Blitz TV on our YouTube channel. 
before Pro Day had mentioned Torchio taking on more of a leadership role. So I think that's, you know, in the defensive backfield, that will be someone to watch there. Uh, Keanu Benton, I think, just, uh, you know, being a leader of the defensive line in general uh, in terms of him being a standout player, but him uh, just what setting the example. Um, But, you know, it will be interesting to see just how the defense develops with, again, eight departing starters from that unit. But you look at offense, you know, I think it starts with Mertz at quarterback, right? Where, I don't know about vocal per se. Uh, same thing with Chimray DK. Uh, I think DK is among those that are leader, you know, obviously the leader of the wide receiver room. We talked about that just a minute ago. Uh, but, you know, I think Mertz too, uh, being a leader and, you know, uh, DK talked about, you know, Mertz being a leader too, the type of leader that he is. It will be interesting to see just uh, who else emerges, uh, it, you know, during this time. You know, will it be seniors, will it be you know younger players stepping up, and it will be fun to see just again who emerges and who we hear on the field coming up in August when they're practicing and during fall camp uh, in preparation for the September third home opener against Illinois State. On that note, folks, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to have uh, two to three more ads here, pay the bills, and we're going to wrap it up here on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, uh, of course, powered by Overtime Media. We are back here on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, of course, powered by Overtime Media. Jay Kokorowski, senior writer. Big thanks again to everyone uh, for listening today. Thank you for the questions. Uh, I'm trying to see if anyone else snuck in any more questions, at least those that I can answer with at least some examples or what someone said or what not there. So yeah, we'll wrap it up from there. Uh, big thanks again. I'll do this again, again on next Saturday. Uh, and I'll have those questions up. Hopefully I'll ask those questions on Friday night and then we can get a bunch of them and I can do a longer podcast from there. Thank you all again for listening. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Badger underscore Blitz. Uh, for John McNamara, it's at McNamara Rivals. For Ben Morgle, who does our basketball beat writing, at The Badger Nation. Raul Vasquez, our staff writer, at Raul V45. For me, it's at Coco K-O-C-O. Please uh, also follow us on Facebook, Wisconsin Badgers on BadgerBlitz.com. Instagram, search Badger Blitz. We got some great photos. I'm going to post those up in just a little bit onto those mediums. And then, of course, with this podcast, please subscribe. Uh, we'd love to hear more from you. We'd love five-star reviews from y'all if you'd be willing. Also, give us feedback for how we can improve this podcast moving forward uh, with our YouTube page. That's where, you know, I know we've dedicated a lot more resources to the YouTube page, maybe compared to the podcast in recent months. We were trying to build that up well as well. Go to YouTube.com, type in Badger Blitz. What that does, you know, like we have all of our interviews up of the position coaches and the players we have Paul Christ's availability up from today. We have uh, our weekly recruiting Q and A's with Clint Cosgrove. We haven't gotten to ours this week. We're gonna get. We're gonna double up next week, and yeah, so much great content. Make sure you subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google, anywhere you find podcasts. That's where we're at. Be sure to you know it's all free, right? So make sure to hit that uh, along with our YouTube page because that's free. What does cost money? but is worth the cost, of course. Subscribe to BadgerBlitz.com. John, Ben, and I all have over, you know, combined uh, 40 years of experience covering Wisconsin athletics in some fashion. Uh, and please let us give, give us a chance to earn your business. We'd love to, uh, you know, obviously have you be part of the community. We have a 
you know, we have fans that talk on our Badgers Den forums and whatnot too, and get on the conversation. And uh, we have obviously a lot of information up on that forums as well in terms of recruiting, especially with a bunch of visitors that were there at the, you know, McLean center earlier this morning. So on that note, folks, I'm gonna let you all go have a wonderful week ahead. Stay warm uh, and, you know, enjoy the weekend. Stay safe, stay well, be healthy. Take care. This is Jake Kokorowski again, signing off from the BadgerBlitz.com podcast powered by Overtime Media.